Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Spiritual Insights with Charlotte Spicer. Spirituality and Metaphysics Talk Radio, featuring a course in miracles, dream interpretation, guided meditation, and the psychic and metaphysics free-for-all. It's your opportunity to consult with a professional psychic medium, discuss past lives, the chakras, and more. We are non-denominational, and there are no limits. Want to change your life? You must first change your mind. 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 No matter your religious structure, cultivate peace in your reality through self-awareness with an authentic spiritual teacher. And now, your host, Charlotte Spicer. Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Wherever you are in the United States or around the world, and whenever you are listening to this broadcast, we are honored by your presence. On a sad note, I would like to publicly thank everyone in the United States and around the world for their thoughts and prayers with respect to the recent tragedy in Orlando, Florida, which took place in the neighborhood I lived in until a number of months ago. My heart goes out to all my neighbors, the families of the deceased, the survivors of this horrific attack and their families and friends, and especially to all of my brothers and sisters in the LGBT community. You are beloved, and I will do anything I can to lend spiritual support. If you need assistance, please contact me through my website, spiritualinsightsradio.com. I will also make available a special uh, rendition of the Hummingbird Prayer uh, dedicated to sweet friend if uh, this tragedy has touched your life and you need comfort. I will make that available as a free download. Okay, moving on with the show. Today, it's very exciting. Today is the first segment in a special series that is new to the Spiritual Insights format in a category entitled Guidance from Spirit, Channeled Messages from Ascended Beings. Today's virtual reality class is with a channeled entity named Abram the Mind Shaman, and Abram is a very vibrant, knowledgeable soul with a straightforward teaching style, and he comes to us through his channel, Thomas Sari. Longtime listeners of the show or those currently going through the archives right now may have heard previous broadcasts with Tom and Abram, and I'm excited to present this reality class, quote-unquote, series to you. If you recognize the name Miss Sari, that is because Tom is the husband of my special guest co-host, psychic medium Sue Miss Sari, and he's been channeling Abram for more than 40 years. I want to be clear that the type of channeling that place here is where the ascended being embodies the human channel and speaks to, to us directly, offering empowering information and profound guidance. For many who channel in this manner, they are asleep during the transmission and there is no recollection of what is said. This is the case with Tom. So Tom and I will have a brief discussion and then he'll allow Abram to come through to learn more about Tom, Abram, and their self-empowering and transformational book, The Art of Reclaiming Your Intention and Power, according to Abram the Mayan Shaman, visit abramchanneling.com. And that is spelled A-B-R-A-M-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G.com. The book is a compilation of insightful messages as Abram explains the power of thought, the laws of the universe, and the principles of manifestation. It changed my life for sure. Abram also offers effective techniques for channeling your higher self to create balance, health, and money in your life. If you want to make profound changes in your life, get this book. You can also book a private session with Tom and Abram at the website that I just gave you, abramchanneling.com. As always, if you enjoy this segment and would like a free MP3 of a powerful guided meditation, go to spiritualinsightsradio.com and submit a, t- a testimonial. Submit a testimonial or sign up for the monthly newsletter. I look forward to your comments. In the meantime, I look forward to welcoming Tom back to the show. For He's been here several times. But, Tom, it's good to be doing this with you again, and I'm excited about the series. How are you, dear? I'm, I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. You know, this tragedy has everybody shaken up. But I'm doing a lot of energy work and sending energy and prayers to the victims and the deceased, especially, and to the families to help heal, and hopefully I'm having some impact. Uh, how about you? Um, you know, this is something that I, I just, I can't believe what is happening in the world today. Everything is changing, 
and it looks really, really negative, but I have to believe that long-term, everything is going to turn around and become very positive. And, you know, it's it's one thing to say, well, bad things happen because good things are on the way. But I think that's the case. And it, it's too bad that bad things have to happen. But I think it's all in a grand design for the entire planet, if that makes any sense. Well, it makes perfect sense. Um I always teach on here, and you know, I don't get to talk to you too often, but I always teach on here that, you know, pain, through pain, we find compassion. And in order for us yeah. to truly understand each other as, a, as, a, as human beings, we have to have compassion. And um, that, I believe, is, is how we get there. And I, I've been through a lot in my life, and I have a lot of compassion for people. Um, I have friends who are gay. I have family members who are gay, and I know what they've gone through. So I understand, you know, how a lot of these people feel, but to be the target like this because of a sick individual who I feel is either bisexual or has gay tendencies and hates himself for it. That is why he perpetrated this. And I would like to feel confident that everyone who lost their life is resting in the arms of God. They will come to an understanding as to how this happened. I know it was a shock and a death that occurs quickly like this, the, Spirit is generally disoriented for a time, but I trust that there is a team of spirits and angels and um, heavenly entities that went and gathered up all those spirits and calmed them down, gave them comfort, and that they are also comforting their families and the people they left behind. So it's just just weird to see my neighborhood on TV talking about a tragedy where I'm used to to distance. It's it's not usually like right in my own neighborhood, but – I, and I and I am familiar with the staff at that hospital, Orlando Regional Medical Center. They are wonderful, and uh, I had a chance to meet a bunch of people last summer uh, when uh, my husband needed medical attention, and they truly are. Um, it's like human angels. It's, it's a terrific hospital, and I just wish speedy healing for everyone emotionally and physically. So, well, let's let's tell let's tell everybody what Abram decided to do with this segment and the series. Um, you did a private with Sue for to get that information, and the message Abram had you send to me was this. It says, ladies and gentlemen, for the first one, we will discuss what reality is and what it is not. Also, how your thoughts affect your reality, how your emotions affect your reality. We will briefly discuss how the universe serves your reality and the universe found in between the two hemispheres of the brain. And I found that sentence interesting, Tom, because last year I had a dream where I was shown that there is in, indeed a universe inside my head. It was very profound. Have you had that experience or anything that points to that? I have not had that exact experience, but I can I can see how that you – know, this is something that's really hard to understand, that there's a universe in between the two hemispheres of the brain, but I can understand how it's so because – when things come to me, when ideas come to me, it's it's beyond my imagination. I mean, uh, things are coming from somewhere else. Like I write music. I've been writing music for years and years. I've been a drummer, and I play guitar and keyboards and, and write my own meditation stuff and all kinds mm-hmm. of music. And a lot of times I'll be sitting at my keyboard or picking up my guitar, and all of a sudden my hands will play something that, is not anywhere in my imagination. It's like, you know, from somewhere else. And I think it's that inspiration that comes through that little universe in between the hemispheres of the brain. That's my deal with that. That's how I get stuff. Okay, yeah. Um, Well, you're such a clear channel that it makes sense that you would channel creatively as well in in a variety of areas. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, what, what would you like to say about the book? Um, the book is it, the book has gotten a lot of really, 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 really good reviews. Uh, yours was one. I have. We have um, other radio show hosts that have made really nice testimonials. Um, the man who was actually 
for a time um, responsible for helping launch the book and the DVD called The Secret. Uh, we worked with him for a while. He was doing some, some PR work with us, and he also endorses the book. It's a lot about what you've said, but it's also about the law of attraction and the principles of manifesting. Now, there are a lot of books and, and DVDs out there who, that talk about the law of attraction. But what's nice about this book is Abram gives techniques and tells what to do with the law of attraction, how to use it. And he gives step-by-step instructions, really, mm-hmm. on taking it from step one all the way to the end to manifesting what you want. And that's, that's what, what I like think. about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's 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 special about the book. It's, I'm pretty proud of it. I I I love it. I, I just uh, actually started reading it again recently for a refresher. Um, but yeah, it's much more complete than just than the secret because my feelings are that the secret they they're basically singing the praises of the law of attraction, but not really showing you how to apply it other than vision boards and thinking yeah. positive thoughts. And I, you know, I've been a spiritual teacher for a long time now, and I can tell you that you can't, number one, fix the problems that you created with the same, you can't fix your problems with the same mind that created them. I believe that's Einstein. And you can't have to diametrically oppose beliefs in your head and think that something smooth is going to manifest. If you have a fear of abandonment and yet you yearn for a healthy, positive relationship, those two things are going to conflict and they are going to transmit into uh, from the subconscious mind into your outer experience, and you will wind up with a relationship that, at the very least, is unhealthy or not not balanced, and at the very worst, uh, conflicted to reflect that conflict and troublesome, problematic, dramatic, and all that stuff we don't want. So following the techniques in your book, especially the one where you, where you could channel your higher self, that worked. I did that. And I learned a lot yeah, about myself. Yeah. I learned a lot yeah. about myself with this. So that's really great. Yep. Yeah, okay. It's a, it's a good book. Every now and then I'll pick it up and start reading it again. And the the channel is the last person to know what was said through his or her mouth. Okay? Mm-hmm. The last person to know the information. So, and And I forget. Whatever I channel, I forget. It's like gone in a dream. So there have been times I picked up the book and started reading it again, and I thought to myself, man, this is good stuff. This is yeah. good stuff. <laughs> because I forgot, you know? You forget. Well, make it, let's make it give everybody a picture. So, again, as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, Tom's basically going to go to sleep, and then Abram's going to step in and use his vocal cords to talk to us. And Tom's not going to remember. So when Tom wakes up, then he listens to a recording, and then to get the book done, Sue – transcribed everything and that's where tom got to say hey wow good you know this is really cool that's why that's yeah. why he doesn't remember because he's not present consciously while yeah. this happens well i have i do have abram on a recording i want to tell everybody what he sounds like because it's a bit it's so different and remember the first time you were on the show and i didn't know yeah. he was going to sound different and it kind yeah. of startled me um <laughs> I have what he told me in a private conversation. I'm just going to play it so everybody can hear his voice. And then okay. I, I, I know we have a couple callers on the line with questions, and I explained to, every, that to these uh, nice people, when Abram comes through, he's going to give like a discourse, and I'm going to listen very closely and take a lot of notes. And then I'll try to echo the thoughts of the listeners. I tap into the, the, like, the collective energy field and ask some questions. And then if, if uh, the question is, Topic specific. We can bring maybe one or two people on the air. I'll feel that out with Abram. I don't know. I don't even know if he's changing things about today. But here's his voice. Here's what he sounds like, and here's what he told me um, a couple of years ago. With your talent, you can be doing much, 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 much more. Okay. So. What should I do? What would you like to do? Let me ask you. What would you really like to do? I wanna. I wanna help millions of people. If and you help want. Change the world. All right. So, your radio show is one way to do it. What you might also think about doing is putting on public events and having those people in the arena of metaphysics be involved 
And this way, you can get the word out about metaphysics, all areas, all modes of metaphysics to the public. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yes, I do. This is something you can be very good at, my friend, if you want to do yes. it. Mm-hmm. Also, and this might sound a bit too much at this point in time, but think about this. You can begin a magazine also, you know. <laughs> yes. And that would be, again, all about all areas, all modes of metaphysics. So think of all of the different ways that you can reach out to, as you say, the general public, you know, to yes. educate them. And everyone involved will have to be and can only be of top-notch integrity. I would begin, if I were you, if I were in your shoes, I would begin with those public events and the magazine, then move into the television show, then into books, and do things your way. Okay. You I'm ready need, to do it. If you are ready to do it, then... Okay. So, Tom, at the time... I had already started the magazine. I had started research and had an extensive list of ideas. So that was funny. And I never told him about a TV show. So that was pretty <laughs> cool. That part, of, I don't know if you've ever heard that conversation. I might have sent it to you. I don't know. But that's what he sounds like, everybody. And he knows what's in your mind. He knows what's in your heart. And he knows exactly how much you can take. He's very direct. And he's very loving. And uh, we'll see what comes through today, okay? Anything else you want to add, Tom? All right. Um, no, no. I think that's that should be enough. A lot of people ask how I started channeling. A lot of people are interested in that. Um, okay. So in in a very tiny nutshell, in 72, 1972, I was living in Los Angeles, and I was a drummer in a rock and roll band. And one night um, I was with a couple of friends of mine, talking to what I thought was a ghost in a house, asking questions, and all of a sudden I started getting the answers to the questions in the form of feelings inside of me. I didn't hear any voices or anything. So one of us would ask a question, and I would say, all right, this is the answer that I'm getting, and I would tell what the answer was. So we decided to leave that room, go out into the front room in the house, and relax and talk about what had happened with you know the ghost. I went into the kitchen. On my way to the the front room, I was stopped. I could not move the first time this ever happened to me. Now, channeling and and psychic stuff was nowhere, anywhere, nowhere in my radar because my life was all focused on music at the time. So anyway, I started reciting Shakespeare all of a sudden, and the personality that was doing the Shakespeare gave a name of John Rolfe's late okay. 1700s over in England, and he was a Shakespearean actor. So after this was all done, I thought, okay, either like I'm crazy or this is real. And if it's real, I should research this guy in a library and find him and prove to myself that it's real, that I'm not crazy. Tell this me. is what I did. I went to a library, and I found him in library books, John Rolfe's Shakespearean actor, late 1700s, so I knew it was real. It was never frightening to me. I wasn't ever scared of it. So I figured if it happens again, I'll let it happen and see where where it goes. And it's been going for over 43 years now. Shortly yeah. after that, the energy changed. Another personality came in and announced himself as Abram. Mm-hmm. So that's that's how it all started. It's uh, probably important to note that Abram, uh, he had a lifetime as a mind shaman. He also had a lifetime as a shoemaker during the time of Jesus. Um, And he was a resident of Atlantis. And also, Tom, in my private conversation with him, uh, we all knew each other. And uh, he was the shoemaker and I was the farmer. And he told me a few things about myself. So that was pretty cool. Oh, Uh, wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, We've been friends for centuries. Uh, I do want to point out to everybody once more, if you uh, plan to call in with a question, it's got to be topic specific. And I I cannot guarantee that I can get to it. It depends on Abram's energy. He may speak for half an hour. He may speak for an hour. It's totally up to him. I'm just facilitating this as is Tom. Okay. Sounds good to me. 
Okay, so Tom, you're going to take a minute, uh, a minute or two to relax and and do what you do to allow Avram to come through. And to fill that time, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to take you through a very brief guided experience and give Tom that opportunity to do what he needs to do for Abram. Okay, Tom, I'll talk to you a little later. All right. Yep, okay. I'll talk to you after it's all done. All right, when you come back. All right, so he's going to go to sleep now. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, just to put you at ease, I thought I'd do a little guided experience. If you'll sit tall, if that is available to you, unless you're driving, please do not do this. Uh, sit tall, please, and close your eyes if you're in a safe place. And hands on your thighs, palms down. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. And exhale. Take in another deep breath. And exhale. Bring all of your conscious awareness to the third eye. And open your mind to the reality that Abram will be coming through from beyond the veil to guide and teach us. And he will say hello whenever he is here. But just relax and trust that this is real. And that is for our enlightenment. And just continue to breathe deeply and slowly. Deeply and slowly. Breathe deeply and slowly. And as you do so, my friends, I would like all of you to view what you consider to be your reality. Because this is what we will be discussing at this point in time. Hello, my friend. How are you feeling? Hello, my friend. I'm very excited to talk to you again. I, I'm actually feeling pretty great. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Now, You're welcome. to get to the topic at hand, you people deal with things every day, every day, all day long, the same things from time to time, a few other things thrown into the mix, but you always deal with Things that you see, things that you feel, things that you taste, and all of that is what you consider to be your reality. Now, as you look at your reality, you have to realize that it is a real thing because you create it to be that way. Maybe you know this by now, maybe you do not. If you know this by now, just humor me and let me talk. If you do not know this, then listen closely. As you go through your day, you create situations with your thoughts and with your emotions. And some of those situations turn out to be good ones. And with some of them, you have a hard time creating. In reality... There is positive and negative energy, opposing poles of energy, just like inside of your body, all of you, inside of your body. You are a magnet. You are positive and negative energy. And when I say negative, I do not mean nasty. It is just a version of energy, as positive is. To be positive... You do not have to blow kisses to everyone, give flowers out to everyone. Positive, all you have to do is just be yourself. And as you are being yourself, you will also realize that there is that negative energy within you, but it is only a force of energy that you can use throughout your day in a good way, in a positive way. Considering reality something that is real, and yes, it is real because you create it that way. If you think of reality, what makes reality change? What makes your life change? Of course, your thoughts make your life change, and your emotions make your life change also, you know. Now, when you have a thought, what happens is the energy of that thought will leave your consciousness and travel throughout, literally throughout your universe, and it will come back to you. It will turn around, in a sense, and travel back to you. 
And when it reaches you again, when it comes back to you, then your thought has then been manifest as a part of your reality. Now, how long does this take? It takes only the time it takes to have the thought. So as soon as you think the thought, it has gone throughout your universe, it has come back to you, and your thought has then become a part of your reality. If you can, if you are at home, or if you are not at home at this point in time, look around or imagine your home. Look at all of the objects in your home. They are real. They are very real. You can touch them. You can smell them. You can taste them. You can hold them. They are real because you created them to be real with your thought and your emotion. You need to realize that every object in your home will have an emotion of yours attached or emotions of yours attached to it. Every object. You have an emotional attachment to every object in your home. You have the same thing, the emotional attachment, to the situations you create in your reality. When you find you are having a difficult time dealing with a situation, what would be good to do is remove yourself emotionally from that situation. Have no reaction and take no action with or within that situation. Simply observe it, look at it, view it as if you are another individual who has no emotional investment in that situation. When you can do that, you can then quickly, plainly, completely see and realize what you need to change within you so that the energy of that situation can then change and become less confusing to you and easier for you to create as a part of your reality. You find yourself in many situations all day long, every day, and you think, my God, my God, my God, why did I create this? Why was I stupid? Why did I create You are never stupid. You are always a creative genius, so you need to know that. Every one of you, all of you, you are creative geniuses in your own right. Every one of you. So remember that this will be a good thing for you to remember. Because the next time you are having a hard time with something, think to yourself, well, I am a creative genius. And I know if I remove myself emotionally and just observe what is going on, I can figure out quickly what I need to change within me, either in my thoughts or in my emotions, so that the energy of the situation can change and become just what I would like it to be. So from time to time you think it would be nice to have a brand new automobile in my driveway. But how am I going to do that? It will take me a long time to save the money. I have not enough money. Money is always a problem. First of all, look at money as nothing more than an idea. It is only energy. It is only energy. Something you can play with. You do not have to fear it. You can play with it. What would be a good thing to do is simply imagine every day for a few moments' time, just a few moments' time, every day, a couple of times a day, that your pockets are filled with money. Your shirt pocket, your pants pocket, your purse, your wallet filled with money. Money is in your hair. Money is everywhere. You walk on money. Your home is filled with money. Money is all over on all of your furniture, on the floor, in your refrigerator, in your oven. There is money everywhere. We are playing a game. And reality is a game, and I will tell you why in a short time. Playing that game, you will release the anxiety and the fear that you have, if you have it, over money. Some of you embrace money, and you have a lot of money. Some of you do not. So this is for all of you who do not have what you think of as enough money. This is how you begin creating the idea of having enough money. You play with the idea of money. A good thing to do would be to take all of your paper money, scatter it all about your home so that you see it all of the time, all of the time. Well, another $100 bill, another $20 bill. This is getting boring. This is what you want. When it gets boring, you have lost the anxiety over money. Then 
you can begin to embrace it, money, it as an idea and begin creating more and more and more. And being that creative genius that you are, you will always find ways to create more money. I know this, and you know this by now also. So simply begin doing it. It will be a good thing. Now, looking at reality, even though it is real, you create it to be that way, it is not real. It is an illusion. It is pretend. When you watch a movie, the actors are pretending their role, their part. It is all make-believe. It is all pretend. This is what your reality is. It is nothing more than energy. You are nothing more than energy, although you do have a body, and you have created your body to be the way usually you want it to be. Maybe some of you would like to change the form or shape of your body. So if you would like to do that, I would suggest that you stand in front of a full-length mirror Have no clothing on. Look at every inch of your body. Do not judge your body. Remove yourself emotionally. Simply look at your body and begin to imagine it appearing the exact way you would like it to be. Do this every day, every day. This takes a bit of practice. But the more you do this, the more you will literally see your body taking on the form, the shape, the size you would like it to have and would like it to be. So as you are energy, as your reality is energy, what you do, how you express yourself, will create that version of your reality. If you are a very negative individual, always being negative, saying negative things, you will create a negative reality and you will draw negative things to you. If you are a positive individual, you will do the same thing. You will create a positive reality, drawing positive things to you. But let me tell you something. If you give up the ideas of right, wrong, good, bad, positive, and negative, and if you can just be, just be, just be, and express yourself that way, this is how your reality will become. It will be that way. So... What do I mean by just be? Have no reaction to anything. Do not take action. Simply be with and within yourself. It is almost like you will be meditating, but not really. You will be centered. You will be focused within yourself. Of course, you at any time can and will have positive emotions, negative emotions. And when you have negative emotions... Do not try to fight them. They will fight you back. Do not choke them down. Express them and let them go. Express, if you have anger, express it and let it go. You need do nothing else. Now, dealing with emotions, what you need to understand completely is that emotions are energy, which means they are all the same. Emotions are all the same. Positive emotions, joy, love, are equal with what you term negative emotions, sorrow, sadness. They are all equal. They are all equal. If you are feeling anger, what you can do, if you do not like the anger, what you can do is you can simply imagine that the energy of the anger being very powerful is becoming strength within you. And then use that energy of the strength rather than the anger. It will still be the anger, but you will recognize it as being strength. And you will be able to use the energy of the strength in a very positive way. So reality being an illusion means it is all in your imagination. You imagine your reality. You imagine everything you do. You imagine every way you are. You imagine all of your ideas. You imagine yourself, your life, your lifestyle, your reality, your partners, your pets, your children. You imagine everything now. As you imagine all of that, you give all of that its own, their own free will to create themselves. And this is what they do. Now, I am not telling you that you create everyone in your reality, but 
I am telling you that you create everyone in your reality at the same time. You need to understand that thoughts are, listen to me closely, thoughts are the most powerful tool you have at hand to create anything and or anyone you would like to. Now, of course, every individual is his own self, her own self, with his or her own will to survive, will to live, and all the rest. Their own emotions, their own thoughts, separate from yours. Everyone is individual, individualized. Everyone is individual. You are also. When you create a situation with people, what you do is you draw people to you to help you in that situation. When the situation has completed itself, those people go away. Now, many people tell me, well, I created the situation. Why? Why in the universe would I create this stupid situation? It only made me angry, and the individual attacked me. Why would I create that? Maybe you did not create it. Maybe the other individual created you to be in his or her reality, to attack you, to learn something about himself or herself. Because everything you do, everything you say, everything you think, everything you feel, allows you to learn more about yourself. The best thing you can do is from time to time, when you feel like it, when you have time, take a look at all of your emotions, all of them, and look into a mirror at your face, not your entire body, this time only your face, and begin stating emotions one at a time. Joy, 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 until you feel it. And then move on to the next one. Sorrow, 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 until you feel it. And then move on to the next one, until you feel it. And the next one, until you feel it. And go through all of the emotions that you think or know you have within you, until you feel all of them. Then simply walk away and go about your day. When you do that, what you do is you literally change the foundation of your emotionality. By expressing all of your emotions, you change the foundation of your emotionality. And what that means is then you have no fear of any of your emotions. You do not become excited about any of your emotions, although you can if you would like to. You simply accept them as being your emotions. And when you do that, you can literally create more emotions within you that you can use throughout your day. Back to reality, being the illusion. When you have time, when you are at your home, sit quietly, have a straight spine, so that all of the energies flow throughout your body, all of the meridian points. Sit with a straight spine, do not slouch. That does you no good. And look at everything in a room in your home. Observe everything. Then close your eyes gently, very gently. And imagine that room has changed in whatever way you would like it to change. And see that in your imagination. See it in your mind. In a few moments, open your eyes and you will most likely see that something has changed in that room. If you see nothing has changed, do it again. Practice it every day, every day. Some of these ideas, some of these techniques take practice. And many times people say, well, you know, practice, this is a job. I have to practice. You mean I have to practice this now? I can't have it immediately? Well, you can have everything you want immediately when you are in such a state of being that you can allow yourself to create everything immediately. Most people on your planet Earth are not in that place or space at this point in time. Some are. Some can create immediately. Most cannot. So for the most people, it takes practice. If you think practice is a job, then have fun with the job. Make it fun. Anything you do, make it fun. 
Because even though reality is an illusion, it is a game. Life is a game. Everything is a game. And of course, from time to time, it becomes a serious game. And you have to deal with it the best way you can. And you do. But for the most part, it is a game. So have fun with reality. Have fun with all the situations you create. Have fun with your thoughts, your emotions, and make it all a game. Let it all be a game. At this point, are there any questions so far? Yes, Abram. With regard to uh, that exercise where you look in the mirror and imagine what you would change about your body, uh, does that include, uh, I want to echo the thoughts of the listeners. In my case, I want to ask, would that apply to a, becoming a different height? Like if I wanted to be taller, would it apply to uh, physical maladies like skin conditions, illness, deformity, scarring? Is that, a, can we accomplish that through this Absolutely. technique? Absolutely. Okay. Listen to me closely. Listen to me carefully. Mm-hmm. For those of you who feel you are too short, stop thinking, first of all, that you are short. And when you look at yourself in the mirror, do not recognize that you are short. Simply look at yourself. I told you, have no reaction. Have no judgment. Take no action. Do nothing. Have no emotion at all. You are the way you are. If you would like to be taller, imagine that you are growing bit by bit by bit by, and see yourself in your imagination getting taller. Now, All of the skin afflictions, the same thing. Imagine them. Do not fear them. Do not fight them. Do not react to them. Do not judge them. See them changing on your skin in that mirror. They are going away, no matter what it might be. If it is something you do not want on your body, imagine that it is going away, going away, going away, going away, going away. And as you imagine that, have it be that it is taking place in the now moment in time. Do not say it is going away. It will be gone within a week. It will take a week for it to go away. So I will do this every day for a week and it will be gone. No. It is gone now. It is going away. It is gone now. It is gone now. I am tall now. I Bring everything to you in your now moment in time. Look at the idea of illness. Illness is an idea. Everything is an idea. Everything is an idea, no matter what it might be. Illness is an idea. Good health, bad health. They are ideas. You create your health the way you want it to be. So if there is an illness within some of you, and I know some of you have an illness right now, what you can do is sit quietly, take a couple of nice deep breaths, relax your body, close your eyes gently, and imagine that right now, There is no illness in your body anymore right now. It is gone right now. Right now it is gone. And you can practice this a few times a day for a few days, and you will find that magically, for some silly reason, you are feeling better and better and better and better. You hear all of the time of those people with cancer who just heal their body with their thoughts. As I told you, your thoughts are the most powerful tool that you have at hand to create or to destroy anything in your reality. You can use your thoughts to destroy things, and you can use your thoughts to create things. So you have a choice. Choose wisely, my friends, and I think you will. Any other questions at this point in time? Yes. Um, Abram, you mentioned as you were talking about how we create situations and we demand of ourselves, why did I create this? Why am I so stupid? And you said we're all creative geniuses. Uh, in my line of work, um, I, I help people identify unconscious fears, and I wondered if there's a technique for that or one in your book that we could use to identify the fear that is holding us back or blocking our forward progress. 
if this is the case with someone, if that individual would imagine sitting in a chair, a nice, big, comfortable chair, relaxing, closing the eyes, if the individual then could imagine that he or she is creating another version of himself or herself standing outside of his or her body, but a real individual which would represent his or her higher self, he or she then could literally talk to that version of himself or herself and ask it what to do to change or fix whatever it is to change or fix. That version of the individual, the higher mind, will give back to that individual precisely, exactly what needs to be done to change anything or fix anything. It is very, very simple. And this applies for unconscious beliefs also. Hello, version of me. Hello, my higher self. I have, I think I have an unconscious belief. Can you advise me? Tell me what it is. Tell me how to change it. It will do that for you. It will. Okay. That works. I did that uh, technique in the book, Abram. It was very effective. It was a very profound experience for me. A woman named Bianca has a question for you, Abram. Is that okay? That will be fine. Bianca? Hi, honey. Bianca, you want to go ahead with your question for Abram? Sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, My question is sometimes I have – I've been working on, you know, manifesting, you know, positive things and keeping, you know, positive ideas. And sometimes I get hit with negative scenarios of, like, you know, what could happen in the future. And I'm just wondering if you have any suggestions for how to get myself away from that because it can kind of – my mind is, like, it's very creative, but unfortunately it can be almost in a negative way where I think of all of these just crazy scenarios that happen in my life and um, just wondering you know, how I can kind of tame that. All right, thank you. Listen to me closely. The first thing you need to do is to think of your mind as being very creative, period. Not very creative, but it has the ability to think of things that might happen in the future, bad things, negative things, don't think that way. Because the more you think that way, the more you will create your reality to be that way. Think simply. Simplify all of your thoughts. You have a habit of twisting thoughts and fearing the future. The future is not in a future time, my friend. Your future is right now. Because everything is right now. Everything takes place here and now. So if you can focus on functioning creatively and being brilliant in the here and now, there will be no future. There will be nothing negative that might happen because you will be focused on positive things you are doing in the here and now. And this is the only time that bears any value. There is no past, although there is, but there is not because it is gone. There is no future because it has not arrived. There is only the now, which means everything is now. Your past is now. Your future is now. They are all playing themselves out, all of them at the same time. Your reality has many dimensions within it. And within every dimension, you can begin to realize, if you want to, if you really pay attention to your reality, you can begin to realize that in every dimension, there is a version of you doing what you cannot or think you cannot do in your present physical reality. So what you might want to do is, when you go to sleep, assuming you sleep at night, lie down in your bed, close your eyes, pretend you are having a dream. Do not go to sleep yet. Pretend you are having a dream. Use the pretend dream. This is a very, very, very powerful technique. It only takes a few moments' time. In your pretend dream, see yourself doing exactly what you want to do, exactly what you want to do, and see it being done now. Now. It is done now. Then 
stop the pretend dream, and go to sleep. If you do this every time you go to sleep, in a very short time, within, I would say, one week, it will become a real dream. And then in that dream, you will have the ability to direct things. So you would create a lucid dream for yourself. And this is what you want to do, because you really dream your reality, all of you. You dream your reality. You use your dreams as a proving ground to create your reality. Does that make sense to you, my friend? Yes, yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Okay, thank you, now, Bianca. Uh, Abram, did you want to talk about the uh, uh, universe that's found between the two hemispheres of the brain? You must be psychic, my friend, because that is just what I was going to talk about. Okay, go right so, ahead. You have your brain, everyone. You all have your brain. And you think you know what your brain is and what it does. Some of you will think that it is a computer. Some will think it is an organ. It is basically a computer that needs to be fed by and with your thoughts so that it can begin to function. Now, in your brain, there are electrical impulses that are firing all of the time, all of the time, all of the time. And your brain sends messages to every part, every cell, every organ of your body. Do this, do that, walk this way, walk that way, walk backward, walk sideways. Your brain really has a lot to do with controlling your body, but so does your mind, your spirit. Do not confuse the brain with the mind. They are separate issues. Now, even though your brain is a computer, in between the two hemispheres of the brain is a gap. And just as you know you have your chakra points or energy points, as I call them, the heart chakra, groin chakra, all of those, this gap between the hemispheres of the brain is a literal universe. This is where you find your most, let me put it this way, your biggest inspiration. This is where you find your biggest inspiration. And it is through and with that gap in between the hemispheres of the brain that you can literally draw in your universe, give back to your universe, talk to your universe, and you can leave your body and travel throughout your universe. It is that universe between the hemispheres of your brain is like, you can call it a super chakra point, a super energy point. If you did not have it, you would not be able to function creatively and logically at the same time or at different times. You would not be able to do it. You would just function, and you would function in ways that would be very uncomfortable for you. This universe, by dividing the hemispheres of the brain, also gives you the opportunity to see yourself as creative or logical or both at the same time. If you think of yourself as being one or the other, how about thinking of yourself as being both creative and logical at the same time? Nothing wrong with that. In fact, you would probably, most probably, be more productive in your daily routine. To think logically is a good thing because it sets parameters in which you can focus what you are doing, focus on what you are doing, focus on what you want to create, and then using your creative talent from the other hemisphere, you can begin to create it with your thought. Really, there is not much more to say about that at all. It is a very simple idea, so we will keep it simple at this point in time. Okay. Sounds great. Now, are there any other questions at this point? No, I don't believe there are, uh, Abram, uh, other than from me, that 
Um, do you think going forward for the reality class that you'll pick times of the month where you feel the energy is best suited for the topic you want to discuss, or will we keep it I scheduled? Have, I have looked at all of the days, all of the times. We will keep the schedule as it is, and that will be a good thing. Okay. Uh, well, thank you very much for this, and I look forward to our future segments together and uh, getting a message from Tom on what you'd like to talk about. All right. I thank you also, my friend. I love you. Enjoy your day, and we will see you again. I love you, too. Talk to you soon. How did it go? Hey, Tom. It was exquisite. It oh, was good. exquisite. It was the wait till you hear it. The way it came through um, was just so smooth. But bear with me one second. I did bring on a woman named Bianca to ask a question, and I want to get her take on what she thought of the answer. Hi, Bianca. How did you like that? Oh, it was uh, very helpful. Yeah. And, uh, I thought it was. Um, it was just really address exactly what my question was and to be reminded that, you know, nothing, nothing, the future hasn't happened yet and, you know, yeah. nothing set in stone that when I, because when I get in these thought patterns, I tend to act and worry as if, my, you know, my state is already written. And so yeah. it was just a great reminder and I'm really excited to try the, the tool that he used about, you know, imagining myself dreaming. I've never heard of that. And, um, yeah, so I think that will be great. Yeah, that's a new one for me, too. I don't recall it being in the book, um, but the the other one is, and I've done it, and it works. And did you feel like Abram knows you personally to answer the question specifically to you and your situation? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, I think um, he obviously had a very, you know, I didn't have to say much with him understanding, you know, sort of how my, my, my mind works and, and how my thoughts tend to go in certain directions, and so, yeah, yeah it was very impressive. Yeah, I, that's how I felt when I talked to him. It's, it, I mean, you don't even have to basically tell him anything. He just knows. Okay, well, I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Do you think you'll tune into the future segments with the different topics? Oh, yes, absolutely, and I just, I have to tell you, Charlotte, that I, I love your show, and, and I actually just happened to call random, randomly. I thought, oh, I wonder if Charlotte has a show. I'm, you know, at the office, and um, I, as soon as I click the link to the email and I didn't know if you would take calls or not and I just so happened to, to get you so I'm just very lucky and thank you again for taking my call well I, I feel the same way thank you for for following number one following that instinct and that impulse because the way you asked your question fit in smoothly and that's what Tom and I were hoping for we don't want people calling in asking futuristic like when am I going to buy a house we don't want that we wanted questions posed just like you were so it's almost like you kind of answered a prayer by calling in. Um, thrilled that you're enjoying the show, and yeah, this is this is the way we want the format to be set, ladies and gentlemen. Very topic specific, real quick and to the point questions, and he's going to tell you exactly what you need to hear. And it sounded like he was willing to spend more time if we needed, but I thought that felt complete. You know. Yes, definitely. I agree. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Bianca. It's nice to talk to you, and I look forward to talking to you on future segments. Okay. Thank you so much, Charlotte. Take care. You're welcome. Take care. All right, Tom. So uh, Bianca had asked um, about manifesting. Like she, she primarily does a really good job but has these negative scenarios, and he went right into it and just told her. He also gave uh, several techniques um, for manifestation and especially I don't know if you've heard this before with regard to your body if there's something you want to change about your body he gave a technique uh, during which you stand in front of a mirror naked and visualize what you want and then over time you're going to see those changes happen and I, oh, threw, yeah. out, I threw out like if, if you want to be taller um, uh, skin conditions I, I have um, well I used to it's really really not there but I'd like a couple spots, psoriasis, eczema. I, I thought we, I could throw out a question where people can actually see what they want to change. And then I threw in illness. Uh, and he mentioned uh, different illnesses. So have you, have you had experience with that? Yeah. Um, a lot of people have told me that he's given them techniques to use like that, standing in front of a mirror, 
um, no clothes on, see yourself, see your body, don't mm-hmm. react to it, don't judge it. Just see it the way you want it to be and just do that every day, every day, every day. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. the no judgment. You, you know, I I have to I have to say this. I used to be a drummer, okay? So for 38 years, I did not have a set of drums. And Sue and I have been talking for the past couple of years about my getting another set of drums. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I smoke cigars, okay, and, and that helps me to relax and focus, and it's fun. So I go and sit outside, and I smoke cigars, and every day for, I think, probably two months, every day I would imagine myself in a music store talking to a salesman, ordering the exact same set of drums every day, every day, every day, for about two months, maybe three months, two and a half months. And we ran into a friend who was selling a set of drums almost exactly what I what I was imagining. And I bought the drums, and I got them for an unheard of smoking deal. Okay. So I got my drums again. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, That's the imagination really cool. is yeah. It's more thoughts are more powerful than than we realize. You know. Mm-hmm. I didn't come to mind, so I didn't say it to Abram. But you know, in looking forward to the segment and wondering what I could ask and things like that, he didn't he didn't ask me. I guess that's why I didn't say it out loud. But he he taught me that, especially with regard to the emotions there, and there are many. But again, in this segment, he explained they're all the same. It's all the same energy, just a different yeah. um, different flavor, basically. And what yeah. I found after after getting to know him a little bit and reading the book is that, you know, we, we all work hard and I have a lot on my plate. And then sometimes I start to feel bogged down. And then when I recognize that low point where I'm fatigued and frustrated, I say, wait a minute. So I stretch and I take a deep breath or maybe I'll do a yoga pose or whatever. But I, I get my emotions, I let them go. And I'm, and I'm pretty practiced at this because of A Course in Miracles, um, which teaches that every mood you experience is a choice and you can change it. But Abram helped in that when I feel sad or or feeling sorry for myself because I'm working so hard and I'm tired. And then I just stop and I turn that all around into excitement and I get refocused. I sit back down and I get even more work done more efficiently without the interference of emotions like, God, what time is it? When can I, when can I put this pen down or or turn off this computer and and maybe just go relax, you know? So the excitement, the excitement has been, um, and, and you can hear that in other segments, ladies and gentlemen, in the archives. I gave Abram his own page on the website to keep this concise. Um, what else did I want to tell you? Oh, I've been doing a new healing technique uh, that Jesus gave me. And towards the end of the technique, it occurred to me that if I'm removing all these negative emotions from the heart centers of people, that I can replace it with love, self-love, joy, self-worth, and all of these good things. But I thought of Abram, and I said, okay, I'm going to take this little ball of energy with all this great stuff, and I'm going to encapsulate it in a layer of excitement. And I place it into their heart chakra, and I seal it all up, and it's beautiful, and it takes about an hour. And the first thing people report back to me is that they feel a sense of optimism and excitement about themselves and about the future. And I thought, okay, and... I, I thought that was a nice touch to add just that little bit of excitement. It's good to feel joy and it's good to feel peace, but when you feel excited, that's when you can really create. And that's when yeah. energies are really yeah. flowing, you know? Yeah. Yep. 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 Good stuff. That's good. That's nice. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's all good stuff. All good yeah. stuff. And I think this will work out well, as you heard Bianca saying, like she, she asked her question beautifully and he just nailed it and asked if anybody had any more questions. I had at least two. And then I brought uh, Bianca on, and then I asked him about the uh, two hemispheres of the brain, the universe between, and he said, you know, you must be psychic, because that's exactly what I was about to say. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll send you the MP3, but when, when he first came on, you were going under, and I told everybody to take a deep breath and just relax, and I, after a couple of those, I said, now just focus on your breathing and breathe slowly and deeply. Slowly and deeply, and then all of a sudden you hear slowly and deeply, slowly <laughs> and deeply, almost like he was teasing me. It was so cute, and then and then and then he laughed and said, "Hello, my friend. How are you?" Slowly and deeply, 
wait till you hear it. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is yeah, this he's is good. You like that sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, too cute. Too cute. So, um, yeah, and I asked him about the schedule. Uh, if if he would be changing dates uh, to accommodate the energy, and he says he's looked at every single day coming forward, and we're going to stick to the schedule on the, on the the schedule that you and I set the second, third Tuesday of the month, whatever it is, third Tuesday. Uh huh. Second. Second Tuesday. Second so much Tuesday has changed. Month, yes. <laughs> Except for November, we're changing. We're changing in November. Okay. Send me an email on it. Well, you sent me an email. You, oh, I you did. You chose a different date, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember that because of the voting day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. So well, that's I the had only fun. date. Mm, go ahead. Yeah. Me, me too. I was asleep, but I had fun too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you the MP3 and let me give it a few minutes to to simmer, and then it'll be available, and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. But thank you for your time because you're the one bringing Abram to us, and and. Your effort is appreciated, and it's always fun to talk with you. And uh, I really look forward to this. You're welcome, and thank you for having us on the show. It was fun. I had a good time, and I'm sure Abram did too. Yeah, sounded like it. All right. Well, okay, I'll talk to you soon then, Tom. All right. Have a good day. You too. Take care. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this segment. I I certainly did. Learned a lot. Took a lot of notes. Asked questions that I thought were appropriate. Uh, if you have any questions you'd like to email in, if you want me to represent you, you can do that. Um, uh, we had a couple people who had some questions. I, I did my best to represent that. And I really look forward to this series. Um, I think it went extremely smoothly. So I hope you'll continue to tune in and look forward to more exciting shows this week as I will bring in uh, Danielle Gibbons. Uh, that show had to be rescheduled due to technical difficulties, but Danielle Gibbons will be coming on. She is a full-body channel for the Mother Mary, and I will be having a discussion with her. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us, and until next time, God bless and be at peace.